2: And here we are, here we go, off and running for this first day of December 2022, this is The Horn. Headon.live is where you'll find us on the interweb too. that's where you go if you'd like to be part of the merry, wacky, zany, real-time, madcap, multimedia extravaganza that is The Horn Chat Room in the three hours in which this program is live, Monday through Friday. Five to eight PM Eastern Standard Time, two to five PM Pacific Standard Time, all time zones in between, and the great globe round, and whatever time it is when you're listening to the to the podcast. And uh, thank you, thank you for listening to the podcast, and thank you for listening to the program live. Thank you for listening for listening via HeadOn Live or via TuneIn or any of the other Apple Podcasts, any of the other myriad ways in which this program finds its way uh, uh, through the series of tubes, you know, it's not a big truck, uh, that is uh, our current, present online uh, reality. Hi, I'm Robin, and if you pop by the uh, chat room just about right now, while of the programs live, you'll be greeted by uh, the all the early arrivers, because I was a couple of minutes late, but all the early arrivers are there Anatole and Irish Dave and Ralphs and Squeaky and Theo, and capably moderated by longtime, inveterate, indefatigable veteran chat room moderator Sparky, who, although he is a third stage guild navigator, has declined to fold space and remains Sparky. He is capably and ably assisted by his uh, longtime uh, chat room pal, Roger, in Oregon. So, uh, yeah, it it looks like it's going to be a great time. Um hey everybody. We're done with November and here we find ourselves at December. Wow. 2022 sure ran by in a hurry, didn't it? Yeah. And so we've got 31 days left in 2000, well, 30 and 30 and change days left in 2022 and of course uh, forevermore the thirty first of December will mark a uh, a uh, signal moment in head on radio network history uh, because it was on december the thirty first of wow um two thousand twenty uh when miss Terry helped me um, announce my reality and so that's just and so that the uh, second anniversary of that is coming up how about that uh, so anyway uh, every program here at the horn begins with gratitude and this program is no different so we begin the program with uh, thanks to our first day of the month paypal subscribers uh that means we say thank you so very kindly uh, to Max. Max, thank you so very much. Um, Max in California. Thank you to Rusty. Thank you to uh, Thank you to Joseph. Thank you to Mark. Uh, thank you to Tom and sunny San Rafael. Uh, thanks, everybody, for being partial sponsors of the program. And Max jumping in the way he did means that, uh, uh, well, uh, the first broadcast day of every new month finds us taking note of uh, Bruce and Karen's Memorial Challenge. Neither of them are with us anymore, but they were dear, dear friends of the program, and uh it was Bruce who initially started the first of the month challenge to try to get the horn off to a good start, and so uh, it's $300. It's one day's broadcasting, and Max jumps in and knocks out two of it, uh, two uh, two-thirds of it, uh, has for uh, several months now. Thank you so much, Max. Um, leaving $100 to go because um, Chris in Germany and Ralphs and an anonymous friend make it possible for us to have Bruce and Shirley's memorial challenge every month and so if we can raise another hundred dollars that will knock down the fundraising deficit because we left we left November with a uh, funding deficit of some um, thousand dollars or so and so if we could uh, if we could meet that challenge we will be down to uh, uh, a $400 hole. And there are bills waiting to be paid that are, will not wait much longer. I'm sorry. It is just a fact. Also, it is uh, World AIDS Day today. Um, thank you for the reminder, Stephen New York. Um, a day of somber reflection upon lives... Lost and deliberate negligence on the part of, well, let's face facts Republicans. Remember how, uh, uh, re- well, may, I guess you got to be of a certain age now to actually remember this. But how Ronald Wilson Reagan, old 666 himself, that, uh, Cheap dirtbag B movie actor uh, refused to even acknowledge the disease. Even as a an old scumbucket like uh, Jerry Falwell, father of Jerry Cucky Jerry Falwell Jr., Jerry Falwell ran around the country saying that it was a it was God's punishment of people for being gay. Never mind the fact that the disease has it has never been uh, entire. Uh, you know. Viruses aren't gay or straight. But, you know, that's how the religion industry is. And, well... uh, Oh, and thank you. Uh, Getting the miracle started. Christopher jumping in. Thank you, Christopher, so much. So we will... uh, We got 90 bucks to go on Bruce and Karen's Memorial Challenge. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you so much. And it will be a miracle if we can get caught up. Thank you. Thank you. Now, where to begin with this thorn in the side Thursday? Um, We can talk, among other things, about... uh, we can we can talk about it well there's the railroad deal and that is certainly worthy of conversation because hey look it provides another yet another opportunity for us to or for me to reinforce the reality of the first law of Manchin because Joe Manchin's uh, uh, Said earlier today that uh, well he just couldn't support the he couldn't support the paid 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 leave paid time off paid sick days provision of the railway strike bill because that could set a dangerous precedent. Really, dangerous precedent. Doesn't want to be setting a precedent. So again, we are reminded about. Uh, the reality of what I call the first law of Mansion. And the first law of Mansion is that no one named Mansion ever does anything that helps anyone whose name isn't Mansion. And this is a classic case in which Joe to the Mansion Born. Doesn't give a damn that railroad workers have to actually take vacation time if, say, their kid comes down sick with uh, RSV and winds up in the hospital. yeah the the, the, car, the current railroad contract with the with the railroads says that there's no paid time off. There are no sick days, and so a railroad worker has to take time off in the form of vacation time to take care of a sick kid. And Joe, to the mansion born, says that 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 would constitute uh, a dangerous precedent. Yeah, I know. He is what he is which reminds me of just how disgusting it's going to feel when we get to 2022, or I mean 2024, that is. And there is not a viable primary candidate against Joe to the mansion-born. And let me go ahead and go out on a limb, okay? Because remember, I'm the mansion whisperer. I know these things there will not be a viable primary challenger to Joe to the mansion born. Now there may be a challenger that person will very much likely not be viable and I've explained this before but it's worth explaining it again that to challenge Joe Mansion is to flush all of one's political hopes, dreams, and ambitions down the toilet For uh, because after Joe is done with you you're dead to him which means you're dead in terms of West Virginia politics at least from the Democratic side and no, he's not going to switch over, he's not going to become a Republican we've been over this, but sometimes it's necessary to reiterate it even though he no longer has his own people in power in the West Virginia Democratic Party he still owns the machine and he's got all the money and the West Virginia Democratic Party as it is currently constituted barely has a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of they may have the pot I'm damn sure with current real estate prices they cannot afford the window So there now. This is not, like I said, this is not to say there will not be a primary challenger. We may see a repeat of 2016, in which some uh, group run out of a post office box in Southern California comes in here, convinces a patsy to primary Joe Manchin, fundraises on the patsy's back sends most of the uh, most of the money raised on behalf of the patsy out of state the patsy uh, on the other hand will be paid a senate level salary while campaigning but that's only for like mm, the, the the months up to and including the primary which will be May of 2024 And then the Patsy will sink again beneath the waves. Okay? That's just the reality. Waiting on the other side will be, at this point in time, the two leading likelihoods are either Alex Looney Mooney... Presently a member of Congress. One of the two Republicans uh, who represent West Virginia in the House of Representatives. Or, possibly, if he decides to do it, make West Virginia great big old Governor Jim Justice. In no way, shape, form, or fashion have I decided in any ways whether or not I want to run for the Republican nomination for Senate in the in 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 West Virginia, hell, maybe he'll turn back into a Democrat just to needle Joe a little bit, cause he's the one person that could actually primary Joe and get away with it. But Democrats won't support him because we've seen him uh, we've seen him switch parties before, so we don't particularly want to go back down that road. Um. But I just I just wanted to make that clear since uh, Joe is proving to be, you know, exactly who and what Joe Manchin is in regard to the railroad strike or potential railroad strike. Uh, it, it was uh, Manu Raju, over at CNN, who published the. Uh, Uh, the the quote uh, I'm really reluctant for us to jump in and set a precedent this of course is the same Joe Manchin who said uh, struggling, uh, struggling Americans shouldn't get extra money because they might run out and spend it on well, I mean, you know, they might, Ha ah, yeah, uh, what was it there, uh, there it is. Joe's always worried about what the, uh, uh, what the, uh, everyday folks might do. And, you know, if they'd gotten a little extra money, well...
3: What are you people,
1: on dope?
2: Uh-huh, yeah. <sighs> now, another lesson from all of this. In case we were wondering... if it was absolutely necessary to have a 51st Democratic Senator in the Senate of the United States come January, in case anybody was uncertain about the absolute necessity of reelecting Senator Raphael Warnock, I think Joe Manchin just kind of made that abundantly clear. And so... Uh, Let's see. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday. Yeah, we're five days uh, from the actual election day for the big Warnock uh, Herschel Walker contest. Hopefully, the vigorous degree of uh, of early voting will indi- is, is is an indication that uh, Senator Warnock will beat. Herschel, Hirsch Walker, whose erection is for the people, as Rafaelito Cruz and Lindsey Graham, grinned effusively. And hopefully. Because, see, if that was the case, and this, this, this uh, railroad issue was coming up and we had 51 votes, Joe could say... Well, I'm not going to support it Uh, that can't. That would be a dangerous precedent. And the Democrats could say, cool, fuck you, and vote 50 to 49, or vote, I'm sorry, 50 to 50, and have Vice President Kamala Harris come in and say, click, you lose, Joe. Joe, you're irrelevant, you dumbass. You're irrelevant. So you can also look at his refusal in this regard or projected refusal in this regard as sort of his uh, last gasp at actually having title ownership of the Senate of the United States, assuming that Senator Warnock wins in Georgia. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. Pure speculation on my part. But it would not surprise me in iota to find some that some to-the-Mansion-born money might have found its way to the herschel Walker campaign. Because Joe does love being queen of the Senate. He really and for truly does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen New York asking, Joe Manchin, president, you mean like demanding paid sick leave? Yeah, that's uh, a that's dangerous precedent. Of course, Joe Manchin doesn't have to worry about paid sick leave because, well, he's Joe Manchin. And the money just rolls in, whether he does anything or nothing at all. Because he's just that star-spangled awesome. Well, Ralphs, that's a good question. Will Looney Mooney or Jim Justice, could they beat Joe Manchin? Joe will be extremely vulnerable in 2024 because he is the last remaining major elected Democratic official in this state bidding a fond farewell to Joe as he rides off into the sunset if he were to be beaten in November of 2024 I know it seems silly to be talking about November 2024 when we just got done with November of 2022 but we kind of have to um Yes, Joe is beatable. Because a whole bunch of his own party wouldn't pee on him if he were on fire. And it's safe to say that the new leadership of the West Virginia Democratic Party are not Mansion stalwarts. And in point of fact, there is the, the the little, well, it's it's sort of the West Virginia politics equivalent of the. Spanish Civil War you know the Spanish Civil War was a proxy war between the Soviet Union and the Third Reich in so far as they tested out their military leadership, their strategic capabilities, their equipment capabilities and the fascists won that one well Uh, The same thing happened this year, this past May, in West Virginia. Or or not the same thing, but an analogous thing. We lost the congressional seat here. As a result of the continuing depopulation of West Virginia in the 2020 census. That meant that David McKinley and Alex Looney Mooney had to duke it out for one single congressional seat. Two enter, only one leaves. You know, that kind of thing, steel cage, death match, and the like. And Looney Mooney is a star-spangled, four-square, brass-bound maggot. whereas David McKinley was a more middle-of-the-road Republican freak. And so Looney Mooney leveraged the endorsement and support of Nitwit Nero while David McKinley reached out to his dear, dear friend dot, 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 Joe Manchin and reached out to his dear, dear friends in uh, organized labor in the state of West Virginia who consistently endorsed David McKinley over any Democrat who ever ran against him and Joe Manchin poured all of his political capital and his reputation and and, 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 and into into electing David McKinley well by the time the smoke cleared back in May of 2022 wasn't even close. Looney Mooney had beaten David McKinley like David McKinley was a borrowed mule that owed him money. It wasn't. It was a stomping. It was a humiliation, and it was humiliating not just to David McKinley, but to Joe, to the Mansion Born, because he made sure everybody knew that. Well, I, I think I think David McKinley's a fine man, and he needs to represent uh, this district, and he'll do a good job just like he always has. And there wasn't enough of David McKinley to scrape off the pavement. It was bad. And so in a statewide race, you can assume that, well, Joe Manchin will call on organized labor again. And he will, you know, bring out the usual suspects. But it may finally not be enough. This is in no wise a prediction. Um, Because some things may change. I don't know what the breaking news from today about uh, the definite article and his appearance on uh, Alex Jones We'll have on the rank and file maggots. It's a it's it's a fair question because that's a it's kind of a kind of a big deal. I, I I guess there are some maggots who will be like well whatever but no uh, the definite article showed up on Alex Jones to talk about the uh, the whole dinner with Nick Fuentes thing, and Alex was trying to give the definite article some room in which to rehabilitate himself, but the definite article wasn't having
0: it. And now people are like, wait a second, the, the so-called crime doesn't deserve the punishment. What did I, I thought... Well, that's right, you're not Hitler, you're not a Nazi, you don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I, I, see, I, I see good things about Hitler also.
2: Now, let me just add that in this segment, he appears on set with Alex Jones. And the reason he sounds a little muffled is because he's got a full face black mask that covers his mouth and his nose and his eyes and his ears pulled down over his head. Maybe so that he can later say that that wasn't really him? That that was somebody pretending to be the definite article? I I, I got nothing.
0: And now people are like, wait a second. The the so called crime doesn't deserve the punishment. What did I. I thought. That's right. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Well, I i see i I see good things about Hitler also the jew I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love um, you know us and you can love what we 're doing to you with the contracts and you can love what we 're you know what we 're pushing with the pornography, but this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? Ari Emanuel, how you like that one? Hey, Ron, you going to do anything to fix Chicago?
2: COVID. Huh? Ron? Ron? R- Hey, Rom Emanuel, you're gonna do anything to fix it? What? But yeah, you'll notice that he says that. Uh, yeah, what the Jews are doing to him with the contracts, because you know, there's a contracts department somewhere in the great. I'm not even gonna say it out loud because, holy shit! Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table. Especially Hitler, who invented highways. No, he didn't. The whole Hitler autobahn thing is a giant canard. Uh, the autobahn was well underway, but he did take credit for it. What is this? I mean, okay, I'm 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 what is referred to in broadcast and live performance industries i mean you know john fox is one too a gear slut uh and and there's no sexual connotation to that whatsoever i'm a gear slut i love i i, I love electronic gear you know broadcast stuff and 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 monitoring and microphones and um, been on the same microphone for almost 20 years now this uh, this Electro-Voice RE20, you know, it started, it started life, uh, the RE20 did, as a kick drum mic. Because it would take such incredibly high sound pressure levels, which people who like to yell on the radio soon figured out um, was really handle, handy for yelling on the radio. It's got a bass roll-off setting. Uh, it, it It does handle SPLs really well. Uh, high SPLs. And between that and the Shure SM7B, those are pretty much the broadcast standards. But, you know, on the road, I love uh, I love my Shure um, Beta 58. Um, I've got a couple of condensers rolling around the studio that can be useful for things like capturing NAT sound or or uh, like you know guitar performances uh, but Hitler invited, in, invented Hitler invented the definite articles microphone that he uses in his performance huh is, is he talking about a Neumann microphone or something I don't know Flavio wants to know, who is the definite article? Caught the program at the bottom of the hour on account of an unexpected phone call. I understand. Well, in light of the fact we've, we've, we've gone through this on a number of occasions, but if, if Flavio's asking, that means other people are a little confused too because it's hard to confuse Flavio because Flavio is a long-time practitioner of the art of word-knowing. Uh, in Mary Oldie Engelash... Uh, where you see things like and we think it means ye old general store no, no as Mark Twain pointed out back in the late 19th century in a piece of bawdy humor that he wrote uh, um, Y.E. was pronounced the it is in fact the definite article and that Y was used to signify in Elizabethan English the uh, hard th sound um, as opposed to a th theta sound so we refer to the artist formerly known as Kanye as who, who now spells his name ye we refer to him as the and it wasn't long back that uh, Stephen New York pointed out that he is the definite article, so we just refer to him as the definite article. Hope that clears things up, Flavio. Happy to help. Uh, but the uh, invented this the microphone, and at that point in time, yeah, you know, poor. I don't think these words have ever come to uh, come out of my mouth strung together before. Poor Alex Jones. Oh, you're not Hitler. You're not Hitler. You're not a Nazi. And that was where the broke in. I see good things. Uh, Also, Hitler was born Christian. And that is true. And baptized as such, and I remember a long, long time ago when somebody got really, really butthurt that I pointed out that the Roman Catholic Church to this day has still not excommunicated Adolf Hitler, baptized into the Roman Catholic Church. None of my business, not a Roman Catholic. That's, 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 that's on them. Uh... but the 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 holocaust denial it i mean I, it takes a lot it takes a lot to surprise me or to leave me a little bit gobsmacked or slack jawed and you know, catching flies this did. So there we are uh, and we will uh, see where it proceeds from there, I guess uh, Republicans are, are are trying to distance themselves from the remarks and from well they 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 they, they don't want to offend offendnitwit Nero because he doesn't want to call out he doesn't they don't want him to call out the zombies on him by the way uh, nick fuentes white supremacist I, I mean, what a pair of those is isn't it rich aren't we a pair it, it, wouldn't you wouldn't you love to sing you know, to see nick fuentes and the definite article the belt out send in the clowns cuz i would um but Nick Fuentes was there and and Nick Fuentes of course is a white nationalist white supremacist and I'm still trying to figure how that is because the white supremacists don't like Mexicans either but oh well um no but some some republicans uh among uh well the uh The Republican Jewish Coalition, both of them—no, I kid—issued um, a statement saying uh, today's Infowars show, featuring Alex Jones, Alex Jones, Nick Fuentes, Alex Jones, Nick Fuentes, and Kanye West, a disgusting triumvirate of conspiracy theorists, Holocaust deniers, and anti-Semites, was a horrific cesspool of dangerous, bigoted Jew hatred. We vehemently condemn those comments and call on all political leaders to reject these messengers of hate and relegate them to the dustbin of history where they belong. Good luck, Republican Jewish caucus. Good luck. Given his praise of Hitler, it can't be overstated that Kanye West is a vile repellent bigot who has targeted the Jewish community with threats and Nazi-style defamation? Conservatives who have mistakenly indulged Kanye West was, must make it clear that he is a pariah. Enough is enough. And so the question arises: Why is this? Why, why is this fucker's music still on any streaming platform? He does not. Ha- he does not. Ha- he has a First Amendment right to spew his uh, his his Jew hate. Kinda. But he does not have a constitutional right to a vast platform with which to do it. I guess Alex Jones is always going to be Alex Jones. But this seems even a... And so... I can't help but wonder if there are still people... Who have the definite article still in their playlists? Uh, our, our pal Michael in Madison pointed this out earlier in a post on Facebook, and of course the the nickname for him that's been trending for a month now. Uh, that is hashtag Yedolf y e d o l f. He gets a little and. It's past. This is this is past saying. Well, you know that, that boy ain't right, um, and I'm not using boy in a in a in in that fashion. No, that's just one one of those things we say. Up All right, uh, as in you know, Jed Clamp is one of these days. I'm going have a long talk with. You. Right, but no, it's past being. Well, you know, obviously he has some sort of. Mental illness, probably relating to the passage of his sainted mother okay and 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 I know that Republicans get just such a whopping case of the sads um. Uh, At the very thought of anyone being cancelled... Well... It's time to cancel the... Mm -hmm. Let his music no longer be played in the land of Egypt. Let no longer his name be spoken in the land of Egypt sorry, every now and then my interview with Brenner breaks out, and I can't help it. But I wonder what the excuses are. And so, the the question is, will it make a difference? You know, how will, for instance, because she's a pal of his, how will Marginal Trailer Queen respond? This is, after all, the woman who gave us both the concept of the Jewish space laser and the Gaspacho police who describes herself as a Christian nationalist. Frankly, this should be this should be an ideological conflagration that takes everyone adjacent to the with him. And again, if you if you, if you get around to figuring out how a, uh, a half-Mexican guy somehow gets to be a white supremacist, uh, well, I... Uh, Doggone it, I'd appreciate a primer on that. I just really would. And, and poor yeah, poor Brother Deacon Asa. I don't know what a Brother Deacon's supposed to do on an afternoon like this. Um, did I hear Yedolf say that Hitler invented the microphone? Pass me the smelling salts, will ya? I can't take this no more. It was a Telefunken U-47. It is nice to be able to do that voice every now and then. Uh, Brother Deacon Asa asking, "Do self-hating Jews like the now dead Mer- S- S- Sheldon Adelson still contribute to Trump, and why?" I'd kind of, I'd kind of like to have the uh, perspective of say uh, uh, the, the the Rabbi of. Temple Beth Mar a Lago. I'd like to have a quote from that person. Or maybe uh Precious Princess I wank my Daddy Trump Kushner's and and uh Jared's rabbi. Could we could we get it could we get a statement from either of those? I mean yeah I don't know. But this sure does seem like the, uh, the, the master class version of what I keep saying. Namely, uh, y'all, uh, here, here in the new United States of America, we've got us a Nazi problem. And a hell of a lot bigger Nazi problem than most people think we have. Remember the clip of the guy from SeaTac Airport? Heil Hitlering for all he was worth? And if our continued response to that is to say, well, you know, the only kind of people that say that are people who are severely mentally ill. No, honey. No. We have a lot of real-life, no-kidding Nazis in America. We've got an entire political party that is largely sympathetic to their ideology. Nazi concepts of... Uh, of, of, of masculinity and, idio- and, and, and gender purity are literally fueling the Republican Party right now. And they embrace it entirely unironically. Flavio says, what infuriates me is that uh, Alex Jones still has a show, Steve Bannon still has a show, that both are still at large and that both are still making money hand over fist. Well, Flavio, because Fido, paint your face blue, and you know. where are you going? I'm going to start the fight. God, I'm down to quoting Mel Gibson movies now. I, 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 sometimes, it, I don't know. Um, but, uh, to answer Brother Deacon question, you know, uh, the self-hating Jews probably, yeah, uh, like the lower taxes or something, as Randy Radar posits. But it's still kind of an open question as to how many people will uh, denounce the definite article you know people are some folks are out there uh, Political Politico reporter Sam Stein who seems like a nice enough fella when I see him popping up on my filthy morning habit We're all gawking at Kanye saying he sees good things about Hitler, but I can't escape the absolute dread that people who know no better and look up to this man and stumble upon this interview will be moved even on the margins by him. This is not a clown show. This is dangerous. And we... I I think Sam Stein has a point. I come from a generation... I mean, I was born late in my parents' lives, relatively speaking. So I actually had a father who fought in the Second World War. He fought in the, the, in the, in the Pacific Theater. But he lost a brother. And my mother lost a cousin who was like a brother in the European Theater of Operations. And there was no way that I was going to grow up without knowing exactly how evil the Nazis were. But that's a little private, personal bubble of my own. We can't assume that younger generations are as well steeped in that knowledge as we are. It seems like no sooner had the internet gone live than the first things that went up on the internet were A. Porn and B. Holocaust denial. Uh, Ben Collins who made that 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 profound statement in the wake of the massacre at Club Q when he appeared on My Filthy Morning Habit last week? He said, Honestly, I'm not sure what to do here. I cannot tell you how unbelievably anti Semitic this Kanye West InfoWars interview is. This is straight up old-fashioned Nazism being mainstreamed from celebrities who are in the ear of the last US president. And you can hear the the frustration. You can you can sense the 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 both the anger and the angst that goes with with it. Um uh, Yeet here, who writes at The Nation, said, Kanye's new interview is well beyond even anti-Semitism. It's pure Nazism. And it is. You know, whenever we we run across this stuff, I always think back to when my son was in middle school and high school. One of his best friends just happened to think that, you know, Adolf Hitler, Pretty cool. And he figured, and he got that from the internet. And the first time that the first time that Ferg mentioned that, it, there it was it was a sit down and come to Jesus moment. And the thing with these the, 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 these younger people today is that you can show them all the photographs in the world from uh, Bergen-Belsen and Buchenwald and Auschwitz, and they'll just look at you and say, well, it was faked. And a lot of them were behind the push to award the presidency to a man who thinks that anything that is critical of him has been faked. there's like converging lines of conspiracies whether it's the moon landing the sh- the, the murder of JFK the uh, the world trade center no plane ever hit the pentagon all of these merge into in in, in into a cancerous knot of denial of reality. Uh, Representative Richie Torres, a Democrat from New York, who has begged people to denounce the mainstreaming and platforming of Nazism said, this is Nazism. When are we going to say enough? Mark Lamont Hill, a professor at Temple University, said, Ye is a terrible person. He's not misunderstood. This isn't just mental illness. He's trash. And he's not wrong. But don't... Don't hold your breath waiting for... Uh, the the mainstream of the Republican Party that's about to take control of the House of Representatives don't wait for them to uh, to to uh, deliver stirring Jeremiads against Nazism. You know why? Because they can't! Because that's their base! I feel like I get a little florid, a little red in the face trying to explain when I say the United States has a Nazi problem I mean the United States has a lot of Nazis in it and they exist in one political party hint it's not the Democrats oh Jesus no the Republicans, who finally have a slim, slim majority in the House, well, they would not have it without the presence of Nazis in their base. You know, for the last four years, every time I've mentioned uh, Florida Governor Ron Monkey Up DeClantis, I have pointed out that the only way he became governor of Florida the first time is with the help of real live, no kidding Nazis. Nazi robocalls went out in Florida in advance of the 2018 gubernatorial election in Florida. And Declantis' margin of victory was so slim over Andrew Gillum that it approaches the statistically impossible that he was not aided toward victory by white supremacists and Nazis. And in states like Texas and Alabama, it's equally impossible that the Republican majorities there do not have within their beating hearts Nazis and Klansmen and the like. And I fear for the future of our country. Because it seems like there's a desire to wish them away. Stephen New York says, I confess I wouldn't give a shit about Nazis, white supremacists, etc. However, they have a propensity to desire uh, blue steel penis extensions and shoot people they don't agree with. Never trust a Nazi. Never. And, you know, poor Richard Spencer. There's another one I read. Poor Richard Spencer. Remember how much we rejoiced in January of 2017 when somebody came up and punched that Nazi right in the face? Um, That poor dude's got to be looking at at, 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 uh, Nick Fuentes and and, and the definite article. What?! What did I peak too soon? I guess so. Um psh, You're not you're not wrong, Matt in San Francisco subject line ye. When Alex Jones is the voice of reason, you know you've crossed the Rubicon. I miss LSD. Matt That may be the defining phrase for this evening's program. Used to be, you had to be on some sort of psychoactive drug before you started uh, started seeing uh, famous black rappers talking anti-Semitic horse shit. I know, I know. Um. Meanwhile, scary Cherry with a practical application ye way tis be dragons while perusing the packets a couple of points to ponder ye is a daily reminder to take my meds ye defeats hockey puck warnings Kanye could be president and the actual antichrist and well if anything he has certainly done a little bit to stoke the stroke making new one fucker set me up it was totally a fucking setup. He set me up. He knows I want to be president. He can never be president. I'm gonna be president again. Keep keep telling yourself that, Julius geezer. I know. Ye, Emilio says ye, you've got to be kidding me. The, the jokes just write themselves. Uh, and Theo. Hey, Theo. Uh, writes, Hey, Robin, we've had a Nazi problem in America since well before World War II, and it never went away after the war ended. The book Hitler in Los Angeles documents their pervasive influence on the West Coast and how an impromptu spy ring run by a Jewish civilian lawyer first raised the alarm to an initially blasé U.S. government. And you know that makes me think about something and 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 may maybe this is I heard an interview uh between Terry Gross and Mel Brooks the other day in which he talked about how to deal with Nazis and he said you know they we came to the conclusion that they were you know they they, they were so good at organizing and they were and they were so big and so scary he said the only way to take them down a pig uh, Freudian slip the only way to take them down a peg was to make fun of him and so that's how you wind up with springtime for Hitler and the producers or that line of ne'er-do-wells in uh, blazing saddles that includes Klansmen and Nazis and Methodists um, and just now as I was reading Theo's note uh... about the pervasive influence of nazis on the west coast you remember you remember all the the beach movies i mean they were they were actually before my time I am not, i'm not i'm a bit younger but uh... you know what frankie frankie avalon and annette funicello You you remember what was it what was the character's name eric von ripper and of course, this was a wacky, zany kid comedy, right? You know, girls in bikinis dancing on the beach and it, right. But there was a subplot in one of these in which there was a Nazi clubhouse. And in this film from the early to mid 1960s, I think, there's a portrait of Adolf Hitler on the wall and of course they're like a biker gang bike thugs running around in black leather and um, Eric Von Zipper uh, is, is, is a clown of a character but also dangerous and I wonder Hollywood being Hollywood I wonder Theo if that was a, a, a reflection of something that was known to people in Hollywood that there was a Nazi problem but somehow or another they couldn't just announce it to the world I don't know Um, Ron and Raleigh says a word about the railroad strike Joe to the Biden born came we're changing subjects here in case you were wondering Joe, to the Biden-born, came down firmly on the side of the railroad barons, the likes of Warren Buffett, the most labor- and union-friendly president, thought that lining the pockets of the railroads was a better option than seeing to the railroad workers' welfare. The railroads have fired 30% of their workers in the last six years and have their workers on a call schedule. The railroads are buying back stocks to line the pockets of stockholders at, at a furious pace. With friends like this, the railroad workers don't need enemies. I wonder, you know, the railroad workers voted on the on the on the contract that the Biden administration tried to force upon them. They rejected it. We were staring at a railroad strike, which would have had crippling effects on the United States of America. And because of the importance of railroads, uh, it's not like some other labor union by operation of federal law. In fact, uh, today is Bruce and Karen's memorial challenge. And uh, we got ninety bucks to go on that, by the way, which will get us down to uh, uh somewhere around five hundred bucks to go to get caught up with this month Bruce uh started out as a brakeman on I think the Sioux line and worked his ass off went to went to law school and worked his job at the same time. And by the time he retired, he was, uh, I think, general counsel or associate general counsel uh, for, the, uh, uh, for the Railway Workers Union. And we had long conversations about the difference between being a, a railroad union versus uh, being a so-called ordinary union. and so the president had the power to ask the ask the congress to step in and then they the congress in turn did two bills this seems upon uh, 2020 hindsight to have been <sighs> ill conceived um The first bill basically sent the union back to work. The second bill to go through provided the aforementioned paid sick leave. And it is that second provision that has stirred the uh, or triggered the first law of mansions that no one not named no mansion will ever vote for a provision that doesn't benefit someone named mansion and the railroads have been behaving in monopolistic fashion ron is not wrong one wonders if it uh, one wonders if what kind of bill one could get through the congress this congress in particular had any impact on how the legislation was shaped because I am loath to pillory Joe Biden he doesn't get free passes but this one is this this is this is this is a troubling a troubling impasse Uh, Flavio says my maternal grandfather Carlo Anacleto Carletti was a Partigiano he was there at the Esso station by the Cathedral of Milan where Benito Mussolini and his mistress's bullet ridden and desecrated bodies were hung by the heels Uh, Carla Pitacci do I have her name right Flavio I grew, up, I grew up hearing about how evil fascism is. One story he was fond of telling me, how when he was holed up in a cabin in the Apennines during a blizzard, he had heard a loud knock on the door, and he grabbed his pistol to answer the door, and there was no one at the door. It was just the howling wind. Later, he learned that at the precise moment he had answered the door, the fascists had executed one of his brothers. Damn, Fabio. That's profound. Something similar happened to my dad when his brother was killed in Europe won't go into it um, as to the railroad Stephen New York says let's step back here why don't U.S. workers have six weeks of PTO and unlimited sick leave all U.S. workers good point But then again, that magic that magic word, productivity, always has a way of coming into play. Darlene in Connecticut observes, I think Charlie Chaplin did the best mockery of Hitler ever, absolutely. Uh, the dictator. But coming in at that time, coming in a close second, of all people, the Three Stooges, they did a brilliant send-up. But at the same time, you also have to remember that uh, in in pre-World War II Hollywood, the heads of the studios, most of them Jewish, did everything in their power to appease the Third Reich in terms of content and the manner in which Germany was portrayed because of the massive... German appetite for American films. And it was only after the U.S. entered the war that you began to see negative Hollywood portrayals of Nazis. For instance, uh, the Nazi colonel in Casablanca. December 1941 in Casablanca I wonder what time it is in New York Are my eyes really blue? My terrible Humphrey Bogart Uh, The railroad strike, Ron and Raleigh says, would have been short, which would have been able to have some leverage against the railroad barons The rail workers would have been able to use a short strike to move the money-grubbing barons off the dime, because without them the railroads don't have anything I don't, know, I don't know if that's a fact or not. Once a strike begins, how a strike ends is entirely um, organic, for the most part. And a, a, an incumbent president with an economy that is not in the best of shape, not by any of his doing, but in fact by the same kind of assholes as the railroad barons um, because the inflation with which we deal is entirely inorganic it is a manufactured inflation uh, in which corporate America is squeezing money out of the American people because corporate America doesn't like the American people to have money rattling around in their pockets this has been a reality since the close of the second world war at the very er, uh, latest too much to get into at this point in time but we shall see what comes out of the senate i hope it is i hope it is joe to the mansion borns last opportunity to be queen of the senate but then again, we've got a debt ceiling to deal with too. To try to keep uh, to, to, to try to keep the government running, once uh, the inmates of Bedlam get the keys to the cells, come January 3rd, uh, the uh, appeals court that handles the state of Florida. As, uh, and this is breaking news, has handed a victory to the Department of Justice. The government will now be able to pursue its uh, inquiry, according to the New York Times, and uh, whether Nitwit Nero illegally uh, kept national security records at his home and obstructed, uh, obstructed uh, the efforts to retrieve those self-same documents. This is a clear rebuke of Judge Aileen Cannon and her maggot 101 uh, gratitude tour for her seat on the bench. And so uh, I'm getting, and, and now that the appeals court, so now, now it'll go up to uh, our most puissant, dread sovereign, supreme Catholic majesties in Washington, and see if they can cobble together a majority to tell nitwit nero to sit down and shut the fuck up that's never a uh, that's never a given by the way ralph says come on people make me pay Ralph's says uh, ralph is one of the three people who make bruce and karen's memorial challenge happen and like i said we've got 90 bucks to go on that and we are in a desperate hole even as we speak thank you thank you ralphs i hope i hope folks will make you pay because I had a note earlier I will not uh, I'm not going to say who sent it but it was a bit uh, harsh Um, this individual is apparently somewhat upset with me for not uh, really banging the fundraising drum during the program I try to I do it as much as I can stand this is a hell of a way to try to run this operation but somehow we've managed to with a lot of help for almost 20 years if you don't emphasize the fundraising since you won't emphasize the fundraising perhaps it's time for a plan B for your employment well, hey, I'm unemployable. I'm almost 60 years old. I'm an older worker, and we don't get hired. Uh, But there's an element of truth to that. Nothing I can do right now, and I would prefer to keep on doing this. But we really, really, really do need to catch up with this deficit because it kind of makes it hard to do the program. When you're wondering every day as you're preparing whether or not there's going to be a program that night, well, Alex Jones doesn't have to worry about that. And I guess neither does uh, little little incel Nazi Nick Fuentes. I mean, he apparently broadcasts from a penthouse that is at an eye level with the top of the Empire State Building. Yeah, 1940, Flavio reminds us, so if you'd like to help out, go hit the PayPal button, pretty please. Or become a Patreon subscriber. Or use the U.S. Postal Service, The Horn, 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, PMB, 318 Beckley, West Virginia, 25801. It's there in the Contribute tab at headon.live. 1940, Flavio reminds us, The Three Stooges, You Nasty Spy. I just saw it last week. It was awesome. I've been a fan of The Three Stooges since I was a little boy, but had never seen that episode. Fantastic. Uh, Yeah, there was... Wasn't there a line about the the, the winter garden or... uh, been a long time since I've seen it either. Yeah. But by the way, it is a Thursday, and that means we have the Green, Green News Report courtesy of uh, Brad Friedman and Desi Doyen. Great way to start the first day of December. Let's see what kind of environmental shenanigans are uh, out there in the wide, wide, often toxic world. It's Thursday,
1: December 1, 2022.
4: The Justice Department has named a third-party manager to oversee Jackson, Mississippi's beleaguered water system. DOJ acts to clean up Jackson's failing water supply. Hawaii volcano eruption shuts down global CO2 monitoring site. Plus...
1: As all of you know, there are tribal communities at risk of being washed away. By Superstorm.
4: Biden Interior Department announces funding to help tribal communities escape rising seas. All of those
1: escapes and more straight ahead from BradBlog.com. I'm Brad Friedman.
4: And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand
1: by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. He gave, voted four times four times
3: against the keystone pipeline y'all know what that means do y'all know what that means he gave up our energy to the enemy right. the
1: enemies being canada good luck hersha walker this is your green news report Okay, so seriously, Desi Doyne, do you have any idea who Herschel Walker is referring to as the enemy? (laughs) No. When it comes to the
4: Keystone XL pipeline? No, I had trouble following his remarks completely. I don't understand why. What do you got for us today? Well, first, the Justice Department has sued Jackson, Mississippi, for failing to provide drinking water compliant with the Safe Drinking Water Act. After historic flooding in August caused a water treatment plant to fail, leaving residents without safe tap water for drinking and washing, for weeks, The department will also appoint a temporary third-party manager to stabilize and hopefully improve the city's drinking water system, which has been plagued by failures for many years. You're
1: welcome, Mississippi.
4: A new study warns that the freakish, record, deadly heat wave in the Pacific Northwest in summer 2021 that killed hundreds of people in the U.S. and Canada was not a one-time black swan event, but a preview. The new study in Nature Climate Change projects that Due to global warming, such extreme heat events will likely recur in the Pacific Northwest every 10 years or so by the year 2050, unless governments act more swiftly to cut fossil fuel emissions.
1: Yeah, they're in trouble.
4: A different study has found that winter has warmed the fastest of any season in the United States, according to Climate Central. The researchers found that the magnitude of winter warming since 1970 has been the most extreme in the Midwest and Northeast. In Hawaii, the eruption of Mauna Loa, the world's largest active volcano, has shut down the global carbon dioxide monitor that has been tracking levels of atmospheric CO2 since the 1950s. Lava flows cut off road access and electricity, knocking the site offline possibly for months. But the world does now have other monitoring sites to make up for that unfortunate gap in data.
1: Any idea why we built the carbon dioxide monitoring site right now? next to an active volcano?
4: Yes, it's the perfect place on the planet to monitor global carbon dioxide because it is above pollution and it is most representative of the global atmosphere. Huh,
1: okay, if you say so.
4: I don't say so, scientists say so.
1: Don't listen to scientists.
4: In other news, the Bureau of Land Management this week proposed new tighter rules to curb climate warming methane emissions from oil and gas drilling and reduce wasted natural gas on federal and tribal lands. The new rules Tighten requirements for drillers to fix leaks and reduce flaring. That's the burning of methane gas at the well or venting it directly into the atmosphere, which wastes the resource and cheats the public out of royalties.
1: Hasn't the uh, federal government been going back and forth on this for years? Obama tried to do this. Trump stopped it. Now Biden's doing it again.
4: Yes. These are actually much tighter rules than anyone has ever proposed before.
1: Well, let's put them in place quickly,
4: shall we? It matters because methane is a short-lived, potent greenhouse gas with 80 times the warming power of CO2 over a 20-year period. So rapid cuts to methane leaks pay off big in reducing near-term warming. Bigly. Good news. Pennsylvania's Democratic Attorney General and Governor-elect Josh Shapiro announced this week that Cotera Energy has pleaded no contest to environmental crimes for polluting water supplies with their natural gas fracking operations. The company will pay $16 million to construct a new public water supply in Susquehanna County. Nice. Finally, at the 2022 White House Tribal Nation Summit on Wednesday, the Biden Interior Department announced additional funding to help several Native American tribes move their communities to higher ground away from rising seas and the worsening impacts of climate change. It's part of a new program to create a blueprint for the federal government to help other communities, Native as well as non-tribal, move away from vulnerable areas. Here's President Biden at the Tribal Nation Summit.
1: As all of you know, there are tribal communities at risk of being washed away by superstorms, rising sea levels, and wildfires raging. And it's devastating. That's why today I'm announcing a $135 million commitment to help 11 tribal communities from Maine, Louisiana, Arizona, Washington State, and Alaska to move, in some cases, their entire communities back to safer ground. And so it begins. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman.
4: And I'm Desi Doyen. And this
1: has been your Green News Report.
2: One of these days I'm going to have to ask Desi, Just how much fun she has picking the uh, bumper music to come out of the green every Tuesday and Thursday. That was well chosen. Uh, We are well into the second hour of this first broadcast day of uh, the final month of 2022. Just blows my mind. Um, So what are we like uh, 20, 21 days away from the winter solstice? I need to find some... I need to find some pagans around here to. Now, I'm not talking about the motorcycle club. Some pagans around here to celebrate the winter solstice with. As long as it doesn't involve nakedly plunging into frozen water or anything like that. But I think that would, you know, big fire and marshmallows. I don't know. Do pagans use marshmallows? Okay, I, I just saw that there was, a, thank you, Randy Radar, there was a glitch in the stream. And uh, I just ran, oh, okay, so everything's still recording, so I will, not screw, I will not screw up this one either. Fingers crossed, y'all. Uh, you know, our anonymous friend wrote a little bit ago and said, uh, last month, for the month of November, I provided over $750 for funding of the horn, and I would very much like some company. And I understand why our friend would. That's a lot. We'd be screwed without that help. And so thank you to Emilio for jumping in. We are now down to, uh, uh, what, uh, 77 bucks? 77 bucks to go to finish Bruce and Karen's Memorial Challenge. I like this challenge because it, it keeps them it, it keeps their memory alive for me uh, because I think of them the first day of every month and how much how much how much joy they they were, they were very very happy together and it it sort of spread and Bruce was so instrumental in helping me to make the contacts that led to me having a greater understanding of the struggle for environmental justice up in northern Wisconsin it was it was fantastic and I loved them dearly we would talk a lot on the phone and I remember the last time I talked to Bruce he went in to have a heart valve replaced and it got infected and he passed and I miss him still Uh, but anyway um. Hopefully we will we will finish that challenge. And Ralphs, come on, people, make me pay. Ralphs wants to pay, y'all. And we are back from our uh, Internet burp. Thanks for letting me know. And I've got a little bit more detail on the rail strike. Uh, the Senate, to the extent that the Senate can do anything with haste, They agreed today, by unanimous consent, to hold three votes in succession. All three votes require a 60-vote threshold. So that means the working people will take it on on the chin. Um, The first vote is an amendment from Senator Dan Sullivan of Alaska, that extends the cooling off period past December 8th for the parties to continue to negotiate the unions and the rail operators I, I, I'm guessing that uh, that 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 oper that inures to the benefit of the rail o- the, the railroad barons um after that vote which would require sixty to pass a second vote will come along uh, that is an amendment from bernie sanders and a number of other democrats to include the seven days of paid sick leave for rail workers who are now as ron in raleigh notes working on an on-call basis and then third and finally Then the Senate will vote to impose the agreement that was created in September to avert the strike. The House has already passed it, and if it's approved, it will go straight to President Biden's desk. It is not supported by all of the relevant unions. Uh, Chuck Schumer said... The uh, paid sick leave amendment in the House deal needs to be uh, uh, approved because it would be extremely damaging to the country not to do so. No one expects the first two votes to succeed, the extension of a cooling off period or the paid sick leave for working people. And then the third one is expected to get the requisite 60 votes and pass. Speaking today, um, well, uh, the Bidens welcomed uh, President and Madame uh, Macron to the White House. And in remarks there, President Biden said, I think we're going to get it done, but not within this agreement. He was talking about the paid sick leave. We're going to avoid the rail strike keep the rails running keep things moving and we're going to go back and we're going to get paid leave this sound and I don't I think I think his heart is in this we're going to get paid leave not just for rail workers but for all workers all workers that's a pretty gutsy statement for President Biden to make And I hope he's able, I hope he is able to deliver on it. Because American workers are brutalized. Amazon workers. Not exactly a healthy working environment there at Twitter these days, is it? But speaking of Twitter, uh, NBC News reporting that. napoleon Bonaparte. well his his uh, his dalliance with hate can 't wait to see what the definite article tweets his da- his dalliance with hate extends well past the international boundaries of the United States, and one of the places that uh, may wind up feeling the pernicious effects of his fascination with so-called free speech which is actually a fascination with hate speech is the world's single largest democracy India yeah because there is a vast rise in disinformation and hate speech Uh, ...largely along sectarian lines in India. There's a group called Alt News. And they've been battling the uh, disinformation issue... ...for quite a while. And a lot of it has played out on Twitter. They debunk false stories... They shine a light on hate speech, primarily directed against the ethnic and religious minorities in India, and it's become one of the leading independent news outlets, alt news, and is actually um, mentioned in the short, in the unofficial shortlist for the Nobel Peace Prize this year. But with the, uh, with the unmitigated chaos, insanity at Twitter, um, well, more than 90% of the 200 employees that Twitter has in India were let go. Let's see, 200... <laughs> That's 180 people out of 200, gone. And it gutted some of the most important work that Twitter in India was doing. Not the least of which was content moderation. And Napoleon Bonaparte can call himself A free speech absolutist all he wants. But he's not. Because it's pretty clear that he isn't. His idea of free speech is free speech for the people who promulgate the kind of hate speech that he favors. But not people with small voices. And not people who represent points of view with which he does not agree given the fact that he's a monstrous transphobe um, that would include the trans community so if hate speech explodes on Twitter which is the third largest market in the world for Twitter it means in turn that there's every possibility that people will die in India and they will largely be marginalized people you know the kind of people that well Napoleon uh, doesn't think much of in the first place given his heritage but what does he care right, right. so you know just a quick update On Randy Radar points out the lack of sick days uh, with the railroad doesn't even make sense from a public health perspective. Um, Frankly, the railroad barons could not, and I mean this sincerely, could not possibly care less about public health. They're making a shit ton of money uh, hauling uh, in many, well, uh, here... They haul coal out of West Virginia and to the re- and toward boats that take it around the world. It does no good for West Virginia, and you now once upon a time and, and they're, they're CSX trains for the most part, and that used to be the Chesapeake and Ohio Railroad, beloved of the region. My great-grandfather drove those rails, uh, you know, laid those rails with a section crew through the New River Gorge. They said it couldn't be done. He did it. Collis B. Huntington. Decent robber baron billionaire. Um, there was a beautiful passenger train that they ran that... Um, Went up through Charlottesville to D.C. and headed out. Well, elegant, nice, beautiful. But it's mostly just freight now. The wealth of Appalachia. Oh, what did John? What did John Prine sing? Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County, down by the Green River, where paradise lays? I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's coal train has hauled it away. And let's run over to uh, the stress line and see who's on the phone. Hey, welcome to the program.
3: Hello? Hello? Okay, I wasn't sure. I never remember what line I call on. Hey, sweetie. Hey, how are you, Tracy? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. good. Uh, you know, I was listening to, um, you guys when you were talking about the railroads and the, uh, you know, the on the phone call to And I just, I sent you this article that there is some good stuff happening even in LA with city council, even with all the, the, the crap that, you know, currently hitting the fan with K, KD, KDL. Um, so they passed the ordinance. Now, unfortunately, it's just for retail workers right now. And and I used to work retail a million years ago, but that I when I worked retail, you know, I worked in the in the eighties through the nineties. So you could actually have a career, you know, this is when you know, I used to my first job was JC Penney. And um, you know, I it, there was people in each department, you know, and there's cat all the cascaders. There's experiments the way department stores used to be. We still you know, this is when they had gift wrap. And all that. Well, anyway, so they, they passed this ordinance that Karen Price, who is uh, one of the of three black city council members here in L.A., um, has been trying to get passed since 2019, um, that now there's no more no more on call. Um, you have to give your employees at least two weeks of their schedule. So, you know, they can, I don't know, have plans, make them have a life, you know, and all that good stuff. So that path, on ca- on call on age. call
2: is so much bullshit.
3: It is such it's it's ridiculous.
2: I mean, there are places it where on, there are absolute. places there are places where on call is appropriate. Maybe ambulance. And that would only be if you're a hospital. Doctors, worker. doctors hospital workers, you know. cops, firefighters. But
3: not retail.
2: What the hell There's is no on call in retail? retail? Right. We've got an oh, we, 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 also, we've got an emergency in kitchen
3: wares? right? So they got rid of the thing. Like because I used to work retail, and if you wanted to call off, you qualify to find somebody to take over your shift. That's not my job. Why should I have to go and and I mean and and why would I have anybody's phone number? <laughs> you know. So you would actually actually have to call people and see if they would take over your shift, or if they didn't, you would have to come to work. Now you talking about a you know a, a, a public health issue. If I'm sick and then I can't get somebody to cover my shift, and at the time, this is, you know, at one point I used to be a cashier at Ralph. Now they didn't make us do that at Ralph because we were in union. And when I was a, when I worked at Ralph, the union. was- Oh wait, that might be school. a clue. Right.
2: They didn't make us do that at Ralph's because we were union. So mm-hmm. that means on call is one of those shitty things that companies that have non-union workforces like to do to their non-union workers.
3: Yep. And they were saying that you know on average um, they have sometimes they only have like a couple of days notice before they even know what their schedule is. And then it's uncommon mess. It's like, come on. Because it's like, especially, you the most low wage workers, you know, they have kids or single parents or what have you. But if you have no idea from one day to the next what your schedule is going to be, how the hell do you arrange for childcare? You know?
2: Yeah, because the child, I guess, so uh, it, it, I guess that means the childcare workers need to be on call too, right?
3: Right, right, right. That part. I I tell you, I, I'm just, I'm just, and then okay, so, so another piece of, you know, now that's good news because that that passed, so that's a good thing. And then I, you know, was it yesterday or the day before that I sent you that story about Section 14 Palm Springs? Right. And so um, they, so for, I don't know if you talked about it at all, but for those who don't know, um, in the 50s and the 60s in Palm Springs, of course, Palm Springs, like every place else in California, it was very segregated and they had restricted covenants and stuff like that. So there was a section of Palm Springs that they realized, hey, this could be a really cool section. And so, what did they do? Did they? They didn't even. Robert they didn't even use eminent domain. None of that. They just went and burned down the people's houses and then bulldozed them. So one day, you you leave the house and go to work or go to school, and you come home to watch your fire, your house being set up, set on fire, and then burned and and then bulldoze. Oh, and by the way, guess who set the fires? The city fire department. So this was state straight out of Fahrenheit 451. Violence. Right. This was straight up state sanctioned violence. And so there were two articles that I read that I I think I sent you both articles. One was from the POV, of you know, black people and Ariba Martin, who is she's one of those lawyers that I'm like, I would not want her mad at me. Because she was one of the people that actually helped with the, uh, Bruce Beach cases, you know, that those, the, uh, that they used eminent domain to steal the property from, um, you know, again, segregation. And there was only like, uh, and you can, uh, well, you, you know, LA is full of beaches, let's say LA County. So when you talk LA County beaches, you're basically going from south of, like, from, like, Herm- I think Hermosa Beach or Redondo might be the last beach in south South in in L.A. County all the way up to Malibu. And then after you get north of Malibu, you're in Ventura County, okay? So of all of L.A., there was the the one spot that black people could actually go to the beach, and that was in Manhattan Beach. And they used it. They condemned the property. (laughs) How do you condemn a beach resort, Robin? It was a beach resort. I know. So they could end yeah. the property, <laughs> and so you know didn't give them fair value or nothing at just buy. It. So basically, the same thing happened here, but at least and and they didn't burn down all these people's homes. The, or the they didn't burn down the resort; they just took it. So it's up. They said now it's up to. I mean, I mean, we're talking 1950s and into the 60s. So there are people that are still still there, still in Palm Springs. Well, not so much Palm Springs, but are still around. Right. And so I think it was the Desert Sun article that's, you know, I guess that's Palm Springs newspaper and they were going on and on. Well, you know, um, they've been, you know, we, we issued an apology. Mm -hmm. And how do you know, there's not really proven that these people actually had leases, you know. And then the, the best one was when the, they were saying, well, how do we know that these people were actually, you know, lost their home? Because we don't see any leases and stuff like that. It's the same argument with reparations. Well, how do we know that you got the, the people that we may give reparations to are actually descended? Of, of formerly, formerly enslaved folks. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, and, and, they, and the people aren't even, haven't even really asked for damages. But um, there's a professor. Her name is. I think, she, I think she's a chair of Africana Studies at uh, Cal State LA. Uh, but. She is a a, a black female economist, so we got a group of black women fighting for these people in Palm Springs, right? And so they said that these people, in the you know in the entirety, because at this point think it's maybe four or five hundred families robbing. Because this was a neighborhood, this was a thriving neighborhood. Yeah, and so. They're saying that it's upward to me to up from five to start from five hundred million to two billion. Because now you're talking of seventy-seven decades, seven years of what stolen wealth, right? And, and so they are saying, well, you know, we don't have that kind of money in Palm Springs. Well, you better go to the state and find it. In. Or go to the fence. because you, you again, everybody is complicit from the local to state to federal government on the scope of the stolen wealth of black people, black and brown people, indigenous people, you know, Asian people, all this. So you know, y'all need to come up with something. You guys gotta start paying, folks. It's just that simple. So uh, it looks like I mean I I don't. See, I don't know if they're gonna actually sue. I'm not I'm not too clear on on what they what the precedent is, what they're gonna do. I don't know if they're just out and out looking for reparations. I don't know if they're trying to see you know, let's just pay these people so they don't you don't have to go to court because what you did was wrong. Oh, and then of course they try to blame um the the uh, Native American tribe because they built a casino. And it was like even if they might have had a a tactile you know uh, proximity to it, they had no control over the the fire department and the police department and the city council. So now they try to make it seem like if anybody pays, it should be the people with the casino. see. Mm-hmm. So that part. But it it makes, it excites me because it's, you know, you know, I I know this is California. So, but it's finally, you know, we're starting to, and this is that thing of the reason why we need history lessons, taught in schools, because it's like Tulsa, you know, Black Wall Street. Robin, I didn't know about Black Wall Street until I was in my 40s, and that was only because I took Black studies. And Rosewood and all these other places that you know but see but
2: but but see Tracy, you couldn't learn about that as like a little school child because if they'd been teaching that when you were a little 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 public school kid, a, a white kid might have gotten a sad got, got,
3: gotten a sad they might have gotten their feelings hurt, you know and i mean you can you can he, see you, know, you can he,
2: see the damage actually, you can see the damage done because as a little white school kid. I learned I learned things in public school in Northwest Alabama about like the Klan and stuff, and it wasn't good. And look where I am now, right? Big old suspiciously S-P-S-P-L- large woman, trans activist, and, yeah, and 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 you know, advocate for 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 critical race theory and drag queen story hour.
3: Not in elementary, high school, middle school, and high school. Grad school stuff. Robin? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I just Yeah, but even
2: the little bit I got was enough that, to do the damage.
3: Exactly. For, uh, it's like I was listening to um, I gotta remember what day it was. But so what it did um, on uh, Dominique the show, they were talking and I think it might have been Monday. And Ariva Martin again look her up. She bad. She, ooh, she bad sister. But anywho, she was. They were talking about you know the, the the need for education. And I didn't get a chance to call into the show because I was I was I didn't really feel like talking. But had I called into the show because they were talking about what happened when white kids and there you go just said. What the stuff that you learn, you're like, Oh, this ain't cute, this ain't right, this is not who I'm going, to, you know, even though this is you know part of the culture and it's our history, and culture. blah blah blah, you're like, no, 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 and you were the, you were able to discern that as a child in elementary school, okay, so um, but one of the things they were talking about was the need for education and why these people are fighting tooth and nail to keep this information out of the schools because they know that if their kids get a hold of this information and learn more about who, you know, about what this country is really about, they will become, they don't, okay, they're they're the ones that will get the sad, like, oh my goodness, but they get that, they may get the sad, but they get the what the... This is you know this is what my my family was about. Are you kidding me? And so you know, in my you know case in point, you know when I went to San, that's just um say You know, all my classes were alpha kind of study classes because by the time I got there, I had done all my undergrad GE shit except for that that last science classes. But anyway. Um, I cannot tell you after taking one class how many kids, how many of these, uh, uh, of my classmates, my young classmates, either changed their, they did one of three things. They changed their major to Africana studies, or they minored in Africana studies, or they double majored in Africana studies and whatever their major wasn't, you know, before they started taking Africana classes. Oh, and these were white kids. So they didn't get the sad, Robin. If anything, they got to mad because they were mad about the fact that they didn't learn this stuff earlier. And they became enlightened. They became informed. They became empathetic.
2: And you know what? You know you know what else? I, one of the things that impacted me early on was learning learning some of this. And I you know I just skimmed the surface. I didn't. Uh, I, I've, I've kept learning throughout. I'm, I'm a lifelong learner, uh, just like you. Mm-hmm. But one of the things, because you know, at least where I went when I went to school, they made you memorize things. Yes, and we, and had, have a, and we had to memorize. Correct. And we had to we had to memorize the preamble to the Constitution. And that
3: language about the only reason why look. Look, the only reason why I
2: know the preamble is because of Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, but I had to—we had—we had to memorize the preamble of the Constitution, and in so doing, that more perfect union language always struck—you know—provide for the common defense. Okay, we got an army, we got a navy, whatever.
3: Promote the general I'm welfare. Not, I'm,
2: and- not, I'm not being yeah, uh, yeah. Promote the general and create a more perfect union.
3: The union to, a, to obey and establish this perfect for the United States of America. Right.
2: You can sing it if you want to. Uh,
3: oh, yeah. I mean, that's the only reason we, that's, like I said, and that's another thing. Schoolhouse Rock. I mean, it has like literally been 50 years robbing. I know. <laughs> schoolhouse <laughs> like,
2: schoolhouse Holy rock shit, rock you see what them kids are ADC? learning? We're not doing that no more.
3: Okay? And I still know, we the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, church, domestic tranquility, provide for the common good promote the general welfare, and then it's like, there's a couple, but that, do you, how many people of our kids, our grandkids, well, I don't have grandkids yet, but do they know that? Because don't, we don't teach civics, because see, back then, they actually taught civics in school as well. We were uh, informed electoral, electoral, That part.
2: Yeah, like I said, not doing that anymore. Stop smarting up the nope. trumps. And that's what I was talking about at the beginning of the program, Tracy, with regard to things like the Holocaust. Uh, and I didn't mention, but probably always should in this context, uh, what was it, Microsoft, when they put out their AI on Twitter? and the damn thing turned into a nazi in less than twenty four hours wow Um, (laughs) in the broader under the broader general heading if we have a nazi problem we 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 make a mistake if we think that if if we think that you know your guy Kanye, Kanye. yeah, I'm your I I don't do, you, he don't I I don't, done. I done did it and I won't take it back. Oh you bitch. You're the one that you're the one that said your boy Jesse Lee Peterson to me to me
3: Because uh, you keep playing But well it's like No, I and then you threw him back on me. So it, it's like, now I can't, you give me a look. I can't okay. but anyway.
2: But but the th- the thing is there are all kinds of undereducated people
3: who are like that's a that's a very nice way to put, to put stupid. I like that yeah, undereducated.
2: Yeah. Well look uh, look at look what Kyrie Irving did with that stupid piece of shit film. And people gobbled it up like goddamn potato chips at a party.
3: You just,
2: you can't eat just one lay. No. Lay, rather. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Amazon ever released the demographics on it, but considering the title of that film. They're not going to. Yeah, considering the title of that film, who do you think was consuming that garbage? Oh, I don't know.
3: People like, I don't know my brother.
2: Yeah, I mean Death there's Church. there's a potential audience there of of oodles and of of you know uh hoteps and no I mean I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure so they didn't strong. I'm pretty sure they didn't screen it down at the Ebenezer Baptist Church at least.
3: No 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 Speaking of which Did you hear about LeBron calling out the the media? No, which? Uh, he's you know, it's like every press conference, they keep asking him about Kyrie and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I wish you guys would, you know, ask what some me, why don't you ask me or somebody else about some football players. Uh, I forget somebody, one of the owners, our football, but I don't know. But apparently he has pictures of, you know, uh, when the, they were uh, the national guard was trying to, you know, the, uh, desegregate, I think just Little Rock, and he has all this racist stuff, but see, you know, of course I am not giving a pass to Kyrie and or or nor rather uh, that boy, I won't even say his name, but the, you know, and it's like, I don't understand, I mean it, 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 and yes, he should be called out by the Anti-Defamation League and stuff, but why where is the anti defamation league when people do what you know i it's 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 bit, it's really it really pisses me off i'm like and you know y'all are all upset about this and I'm pretty sure people are gonna say well you are you you know uh are you you know for this i'm like, of course that my wife is you know <laughs> my wife is Jewish, and I'm a sane individual okay of course I, I want the same vitriol, and I want the same questions asked from white people. You know, then why does not the, the, the media ask white people about the, the stuff that white folks do? Why is it when they say anti when they say anti black and racist stuff about black people? But it's it's like, but everybody else is a protective class except for us. It just, I mean, how long did it take to get an anti-lynching law, law Robin? However, how
2: however long, however long, however long this go, old this country
3: is. Okay. But when other groups, other marginalized groups, except for like maybe the LGBTQIA people, you know, we don't—they don't really come for us, you know. But, you know, like during COVID, the, the height of COVID, when the, that food number 45, dope 45 was talking about the Kung flu and stuff like that, where would, you know, and then we have this rise of anti-Asian hate crimes and so they got along right away. And again, this is needed. I am not debating the fact that these things are needed. And, you know, when all this violence against Jewish people were coming out, they had, you know, Congress said all of this stuff. But when it comes to, you know, we're trying to still get a policing law to keep people who have killed innocent black people not from being able to be hired at another police station. To be held accountable. And we just... You know, we just want the same, we want the same respect and the same consciousness for people like that look like me. I mean, I'm in, uh, I'm more in a protective. you know, I don't know, because I'm black, I'm a woman, I'm queer, I have a disability. okay. I'm protected as, as a, you know, as a disabled person because the, you know, the, uh, what is it, the ADA. So there's, there's that. But not so much as a black, I've gotten more right and treated better since I got married and I call it my white cloak. What is it? I call it the, the white cloak of protection or the, the proximity to whiteness since I've been with Jan and since I've been queer because they're they're more afraid of saying something and doing something against the queer person than they are against the black person. Because right now we're in vogue. It's cool to be queer, you know. It's like, oh. I, and I know I'm, I don't think I'm wrong in this, but, you know, I'm, I know people are probably like, there she goes again, but I, I'm sorry before I was before I did anything else, I was always a black person. I can't change any and nor would I want well I spent of the norm decades decades because of the anti blackness and the racism of the and being told especially me being dark skin that I was less than anything that I wouldn't because you know why are you here why are you even trying to do why are you even in college why are you in a grad program? The constant having to explain myself to, you know, uh, uh, and have, you know, to take up, you know, having to be able to take up space without being called into question. Or if I'm upset about something, then I get told, oh, just calm down. You're, you're overreacting. And case in point, you know, how you were talking about, you know, he's in that stupid movie. And so. You know, you guys know that my sister passed away and I've been going through hell with my family trying to get this. And I I will be so happy when Sunday comes and goes because that's when we're having her Celebration of Life ceremony. And so now I've made all the arrangements. I pretty much have paid for everything. Okay. And so my brother and I'm, you know, uh, He's the brother, you know. Years back, when Jan and I got married, wouldn't come to our wedding because, you know, gay. But he's also the brother that lived with me for three years and didn't pay a dime in rent. Was telling me he couldn't pay because he had to pay child support to his wife, and then he was telling his wife that he couldn't because he was paying me rent. So who was he paying? Nobody. Oh, he was. Oh, he was saving up money to move into his own apartment, and take my bro, my son and, and move and move and took my son and my sister with him, who was helping me pay my rent. Okay, but that's besides the point. Damn, so that's a little shady. I have to say, okay, baby, but I have to say, in the last couple of weeks, he's been stepping up. He's actually one of the few people that have sent me money to help with my sisters, with the, you know, so it's not all on me as it usually is. So anyway, you know, I told, you know, I said, I've already arranged, you know, for this and this and this and this. My pastor is coming. And, she, you know, so yesterday, he come calling me and asking, and, and this is what pisses me up because I was on hold with to talk to you. But, I, you, you know, you were talking to Dave, so I knew I was going to have a time to, you know, talk to my brother to see what he wanted. So he comes out to me. He's like, "Was well, is there like a, a order of service? I said, no, it's just going to be really organic, whatever happens. You know, my pastor, and then he said, because um, this is when I know he's, he lied, he lied, but he's like, well, about your pastor, um, you know, I could offer up some prayers and read scriptures. You don't, she doesn't need to, she can come, but she doesn't really need to say anything. She can come, Rob. Who how, okay, Robin, Robin, Miss Kent, Miss Robin, Miss Robin, whose house is this being held at?
2: Uh, last I checked, yours,
3: okay, my house. You are giving me permission, I said, because. Because if you guys, you know, because he's a whole hotel, you know, uh whatever, you know, New Israelite, whatever the hell they are, okay? So, we couldn't have this on Saturday because it's the Sabbath. So, we have to have it on Sunday. So, I've already made an accommodation because I really don't like doing stuff on Sunday. Because why? I work! Okay? I don't have, I don't have a reason to pay. Okay, if I'm not in my cab working, I don't make any money, right? But so I already made that accommodation that we can have this on a Sunday for him. And then you're going to come tell me that my pastor, who is a woman, a black woman, can stand down and he'll take over. I said, and I was driving at the time. And I said, I am not going to listen to it. I I just say, who? I said, because first, at first, it started when I was saying how I found the perfect song that's one to know the play at at some point. Um, Like when people are coming, it's by Chris Franklin. The storm is over now, and it's 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 a beautiful song. And it basically, you know, saying that you know, after all the stuff that people have been through. No more weeping in the welling, no more pain, and and it was just it's just appropriate for everything that my sister has gone through in her six. 60- what
2: appropriate and an expression of compassion,
3: right? Right, it's appropriate for everything that she's gone through, and and I kind of got I caught a chill. I'm like whatever, and then I told him about the, the inscription on the cake, which you helped me do. You know, in memory of Carol Sanders, 1959 to 2022, um, you know, beloved sister, mother, daughter, rest in power. And he's like, what does rest in power mean? I'm like, excuse me, what? What do you mean, what is rest in power? I've never heard of that. I'm like, you're lying. You cannot tell me that you, of all the people... Especially like when Kobe Bryant died, and all these people, these black people who have died over the last, you know, whatever, last five, wait, six, you, five guess, years. You or can so. say
2: it. You can say it for a guy, but not for a woman.
3: And that's that's what it is, Robin.
2: Oh, Tracy.
3: That is what it is. That is what it is. And I said, you know what? And I hung up. I said, I'm not. I'm not engaging with you right now. And I hung up the phone. And then a little while later, he sends me a text message to say, Tracy, just breathe. You hysterical, which I read, you hysterical woman you. How dare you have opinions? And it's like, I forgot. There you you, are. Your your uterus is controlling your mind again. Okay. Uh, And he he was going on as well. Oh well, I forgot. I said no. You didn't forget because if you forgot that about what I said about my pastor, you wouldn't have said, "Well, what is your, you know, that I can do the the prayer and the scripture reading."
2: You know, this is some this is Sunny? this is some serious this is some serious high key. Women shall remain silent in church. Horseshit. She she can come, but she doesn't need to speak.
3: Uh huh. Robin Hood's
2: house is that? No, I know, I know. But uh, you just make me wonder uh, over there, over there in Hotep world. I mean, are the women like all gross and submissive and shit, and walk around with
3: stuff on their hair? Well, when he was married, when she, when he was married to my sister-in-law, um, they had the girl because he had four daughters, and they had to wear head covering, hair covering, right? Um. When my sister-in-law got pregnant, each each pregnancy made her progressively sicker. You hear me? It got to the point that by the last two, she was pretty much in the hospital the whole time. She was, I mean, because she couldn't keep food down. She had to um, be fed intravenously to get nutrition. <laughs> and, he, and knowing full well that basically her doctor, her OBGYN was like, she needs to stop having babies but you know, because of their religion be fruitful and multiply motherfucking earth. you gotta keep procreating, right?
2: be fruitful
3: and multiply regardless you know you know despite what is happening happening to your wife's body so i you know cause, so you know my ass was tight all day today i have just been in a mood and so my mom called because she was supposed to be here last night um but her flight got um cancelled and so um i was about to like of him and his wife, and bought her a one-way ticket out here through a marriage airline. So she, my mom was calling to check to make sure I got her text message about you know her her what time she she'll be here tonight or sometime after nine o'clock. And I'm like, okay. And this so my uh, okay, so, so
2: so does she know about all this now?
3: Oh, so um. I called, when she called, she's like, hey, you know, are you, you know, what's up? You know, what's on? She's like, how are you? I'm like, I'm okay. She's like, what's wrong? Like, oh, no. And she's like, I think she even did the Tracy Michelle Porter thing.
2: Yeah. Well, did you do the what's nothing? Wrong? I, so wait, I, wait, wait, wait,
3: wait. Did you do the nothing uh, thing? Yeah, I'm like, nothing. Yeah, no, Miss so well. You know, that, and so she's like, but throwing. And I said, have you talked to your, your, your son, your middle child lately? She's like, what happened? And I told her. And she's like, are you kidding me? I, Cause you know, I get upset about pretty, you know, this has just been, I, for the past couple of months, it's just been a hot a shit storm. Okay. And so. And I said, Mama, am I being wrong? Was that disrespectful? She's like, you know, my mama don't cuss. She's like, yes, that was disrespectful. That was incredibly disrespectful. Now, what he should have said was, hey, sis, you know, is there an order of service or what have you? Uh, and, and like I said, I said no. And he was like, well, I I would definitely like to say a few words and blah, blah, blah. Now. Wouldn't that have been more, as we said, er, I said earlier, appropriate? You know. Yes. Because had had he had he come at me like that, I would be fine. I'm like, well, we'll figure it out. You know. But my pastor is in charge, period. And it's okay. And if my pastor wasn't going to be there. The only person in my family that is an ordained minister is who? My Mama. mother. So if anybody was going to run this, it would have been my mom. And, oh, and by the way, you know, by the way, I'm ten years older than that motherfucker. Okay, I used to whoop his ass when he, you know, when he turned out or and change his diaper. Are you going to roll up on me, really? Just when I was trying to, you know, to under, to be cool about the asshole that you can be. Yeah, I'm finally getting over the anger that I've had for over against you for, oh, for at least a decade. Okay? And you come at me like this. Girl. And you know I didn't tell Jan. <gasps> Because Jan hates the
2: new You are wise in the ways of the Force.
3: No, I because I, she, cause she's fine. you know because like when I told her that he sent me almost he sent me over the last couple of weeks he has sent me seven hundred dollars to go toward the 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 cremation and for the uh, you know the the catering and all you know everything else so. I I was like and when I told her that she almost passed out she's like Marcus 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 I'm like yeah speaking of Marcus my friend Sarah is a fool when I told her because you know Sarah and I have been friends for 30 years and when I told her why did she do the Eartha Kitt voice from Boomerang Bob (laughs) (laughs) that was Eddie Murphy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Mom>. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're not right You're not right, you're not right She's like, yeah, well, you know, whatever, I don't care And see, this is uh, the, the standard black woman's response to everything When people's feelings try to, you say something about people And they try to get all butthurt or what have you They're like, this motherfucker ain't paying no none of my bills just okay? none of them. He ain't buying no groceries. He ain't buying no toilet paper. Do, you know, none of that. So I don't care if your feelings are hurt, bro. Not in the least bit. Do I? No, shit I care? But it's just, you know, just At No. So now we got to come up with something. The whole temporary the whole temporary of it all. Uh you gotta come up with something. To 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 for one word to contain my out my righteous indignation. Okay, <laughs> because Oh, and see, that's another thing. Do you, you do you know what hotep actually means? 'Cause I remember when my, my first semester and in my preference at Hotep I
2: mean, you know, I'm in the Pharaoh, yeah. Well no, Hote, when somebody says Hotep, they mean peace. It, it, it's yeah,
3: peace.
2: yeah in, in, in Egyptian. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, but I got I got I got a couple of I got a couple of notes here for you. Uh Emilio said, uh, Robin and Tracy, hi subject line but the children's will becomes a traumatized we can't teach the children's anything <laughs> bad they will becomes a traumatized to quote judge and part time
3: traumatized.
2: Yes, to quote judge and part time sheriff Herschel Wapner uh, wait a minute you say Herschel Wapner Herschel Wapner yes yeah. hence the cowbell it's always the adults that are traumatized and but hurt about these topics the genocide of the natives centuries of slavery etc when you tell children about these things, they're not hurt at all. They recognize it's wrong, but at that age, they're perfectly comfortable compartmentalizing the facts and then going back to watching cartoons 30 minutes later. It's the adults that are, mm-hmm. consternated. Oh, it's the adults that are consternated and constipated. The same is true about LGBTQ rights. What children care about is that their home life is stable and that they're seen and loved, not what some strangers from centuries past did. What these adults are really butthurt about is the mere idea that their children might be exposed to these ideas because it risks breaking the bullshit they've been indoctrinated to believe. America is the greatest country in the history mm-hmm. of the world on Earth now, today, forever in the universe under God. Love it or leave it, fuck everybody else. The new motto of the U.S. could be America. XXX, Sorry, I had a perfect sentence here, and I forgot what it is. <laughs> Thank you, Emilio. And uh, Ryan, Ron and <laughs> Ron. Mark. Uh, Ron and Raleigh writes Black Hebrew Israelites Today on You Know Who's program I do know who A black woman called in To defend Kiri And the whole black Hebrew Israelites bullshit narrative All that shit's made up Just like LDS theology People believe all sorts of insane shit Like the story of the Exodus The Jews did not build the pyramids They were built during the reign of Pharaoh Khufu From 2550 to 2450 BCE the patriarch of the Hebrews, Abraham, was born around 2000 to 1500 BCE. You see the problem with the timeline. It's all bullshit. Biblical history is the worst history.
3: Don't work. do yeah. work.
2: And, and, well, I, yeah, right, right. Remember, because when, uh, when, uh, when Ron references LDS theology, you got to remember, uh, Joseph Smith adopted wholesale a fable that mm-hmm. was running around through white people circles in the early to white mid-19th people. century that they had finally figured out who them Indians were. Lost Tribes of the Children of Israel. That's who they were.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, that's so, who they were and, and, and so, they were. And so Joseph Smith concocts this amazing bullshit fable and sells it to the locals who were more than willing to buy in because this was this was the time of the great awakening and this was the time of of you know of stupid american white people on the frontier willing to believe anything i mean this is Mm -hmm. also it's no it's no accident that this is the this is the era in which the, the medicine shows and snake oil salesmen and circuses, you know, all come to prominence. Yeah. You know, and and it runs the game. G- right, and, and right. And never smarten up a chump and <laughs> and play and play the rubes for all they're worth and hit the road in the morning. Um mm-hmm. but uh, remember joseph smith using a pair of seeing stones looked into a hat and 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 received the wisdom to go and dig at the base of a sacred tree on a hill in upstate new york and retrieve the golden tablets that were written in reformed egyptian which he then translated into the book of mormon <laughs> And 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 the, it's it's interesting that the Ron mentions the LDS stuff because some of it conflates perfectly with the Hotep silliness. Mhm. Because once again, the Jewish people are not really the Jewish people. There's somebody else who's really the real Jewish Jews. People. Now, am I saying that they're not
3: black Jews? I mean no, no, they, no, they're most no, they're most assuredly are.
2: But they're not these right. dudes. But but it's there's not these dudes. But one of the you know, one and, of the oh, one, of the, one some, of the more interesting things that that seldom gets brought up, and of course this is not prayer meeting Wednesday. It's Thorn on the Side Thursday. Oh
3: it's not. But Okay. we're being a thorn on the
2: side. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, everybody has been ripping off jewish religious practice from jump and in point of fact when you jump. get right down to it the hebrew people probably ripped off their religious practice from a combination of ur and sumer and akkad and uh-huh. egypt
3: so egypt you know remember the po- and also the, remember, the, the, remember the po- remember, remember because of racism Egypt's not part of Africa. That's the Middle East. Okay, go
2: ahead. No, that's, yeah, that's the white part of that's the that's that's the white neighborhood in Africa. Even if one of the mm-hmm. kings did look like Barack Obama, I mean, I'm not kidding. Okay. Akhenaten, that dude in profile mm-hmm. looks exactly like Barack Obama.
3: Like
2: right. Barack Obama. Uh, but every now and then you'll see the you'll see the Pope sashaying around wearing a yarmulke. Okay. And other times they wear headgear that looks decidedly like the representations of um, the Israelite priesthood.
3: Mm. It's all about the headgear. It's all about the headgear, sis. It's all about the, you know, you know that song, is all about the bass, about the bass. It's all about the headgear,
2: the headgear, the headgear, the headgear. Right. And I, whenever I say headgear, I always think of one of the one of the early great chase scenes cuz you're a movie buff and I'm a movie buff one of the greatest early car chase scenes in, in American cinema takes place in WC Fields the bank dick right and and he's wearing a hat fields is with <laughs> egbert sousay is wearing a hat and it blows off during the car chase and he turns around and he runs <laughs> forgot the headgear and it's it's just it's 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 just stupidly hilarious. Um and, and it's such a delightful subversive film. Uh, he walks into the bar which happens to be called the Black Pussycat Cafe. And, oh no. And and Shemp Howard <laughs> is the bartender and he asks Shemp Howard say No, not
3: sh- oh, sh-.
2: Say, did I did I spend a twenty 20- and remember this is like nineteen thirty three, so a twenty dollar bill is a lot of money. Say, did I happen to spend did I happen to spend a twenty dollar bill in here last night? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Mister Suze, you did. What a relief! I thought I'd lost it. And and at one point, the camera pans over, and all you see of the sign in the window is black pussy.
3: I mean, I don't know where to go with that (laughs) one. It, it was just. I mean, because I'm black, and I, you know. Yeah.
2: But it was it, it and 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 uh, he, in order to get more money out of it, he credited he was Fields was the writer, and he credited he credited another name, as the writer of the film, Mohandas, K. No. Jeeves. No, Sid. Mohandas no. Kane Jeeves. No, sir. No, Mohandas Kane Jeeves.
3: Look, make your money. Do what do what you need to do. All right. So here,
2: he let's see the adventure of the side hustle. Uh, it, yeah, every one of his films was a series of side hustles. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I, any anybody who loves you know classic comedy, there's never a bad time to queue up the bank. Dick, the little kid, no. looking, the little kid looking at fields and saying to his mother. Mother, that man has an awfully big nose. (laughs) Mama looks at the kid and says, uh, Be be respectful, son. You'd like to have a nose like that full of nickels, wouldn't you? Oh,
3: the stuff that they got away would be pre-haze cold. Yeah, and
2: that's the thing. This is all pre-haze. And that's why they, that's how they work in all that subversive. Yeah, has Michael Finn been in today? Oh. No, but he can be. And Franklin, oh. and 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 Franklin Pangborn plays the bank examiner, and gets Mickey Finn.
3: Oh no! Oh, not Mickey Finn!
2: Oh. Hey, we got it. Uh, well, by the By the way, just a quick reminder: we got seventy seven dollars to go to finish Bruce and Karen's memorial challenge, and twenty seven minutes to do.
3: Okay, it. I'll I'll tip in. What is it? What did you say? Seventy seven? Uh huh.
2: Well, that was that, that wasn't me leaning on you. That was just generally. I, I know
3: that, but I had I I have planned on doing a little something, something, you know. So I, I got I got I got thirty three fifty on it instead of having five
2: on it. I got five on. It. We got to cut an album with you someday. You got a pretty singing voice. Um, you and Aretha. You on and Aretha so learned your learned your singing in the church.
3: Uh, that part. You and Aretha and Whitney. That part. Yeah, and and for Whitney, I, they're about to do that a docu, a, a biopic about her. And I'm like. Let the woman rest.
2: Yeah, really. That I mean, yeah. Leave her pretty be, please.
3: Leave. Pretty, that, pretty, please.
2: That poor tormented soul.
3: And then, her. And then, a couple years later, her daughter dies the exact same way. I hadn't been even hadn't even been a full year. I don't remember. I don't remember. But let's talk about cuteness. <laughs> You, you saw the picture of Miss
2: Kaylee. Say what? Miss Kaylee, the puppy. Oh yes, I. Oh yes, maximum cuteness. I saw Miss Kaylee. At, yeah, at, at first, she looked, at first, she looked, like she looked like she was real tiny.
3: No, and that's the thing. Now she's because looking like not tiny, I think tiny she at initial- all. No, so apparently,
2: she when they did that picture,
3: she had was tiny and which actually because they've had her since birth and she was only like a pound and a half when she was born and then they didn't even think she was going to survive to tell you the truth and uh, within a month she just like you know they must have been feeding her 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 weenies or something I mean she's not huge she's definitely still a puppy but she's so cute and she's just so, she's such a Kaylee because it's like, okay, I'm here and I really don't know if I want to be here, but you guys seem cool. And I'm just going to be kind of, just kind of walk around here and and get my bearings. Because she's all, she's all, she's all Paul. And so she's not used to walking around on, so Jan picked her up in Bakersfield and um, brought her home. And by the time she got home, she had pooped and peed in the kennel, so we, so we had, I had to get her out of the kennel, and she would come out the kennel. And I'm like, "Come on, Miss Katie, come on!" And she's like, "I bitch, I ain't going nowhere. Where the fuck are you? I don't know you, okay?" So we, to, we literally had to take the the kennel apart
2: to oh my get god. her, pick
3: her up, and take her out of the kennel. Oh my god,
2: she's gonna be a high maintenance puppy.
3: She know She going. she's gonna be a high maintenance bitch. I can already. It's like, but she is so calm though, because Aww. I still haven't. Well, how, we have heard her bark yet.
2: How's how's Kimba taken to her?
3: She Kimba, but she Jana's texting me. Kimba's being a brat, but uh, <laughs> it's not like when we had Luna, because Luna was. I sent you that video of Luna jumping around. Yeah. You know, and knocking over the other dogs. And that, that was Luna from Jump Street. And Kim was like, bitch, I wish you were going sit down. You need to go sit your ass down somewhere. Please. But Kaylee's like, she hasn't even barked yet. Jan said the only thing she did when they left Bakersfield, she whined for a little while and then went to sleep.
2: You know what? That really needs to be a song by Buck Owens. We got our dog in Bakersfield.
3: I know. We got our dog in Bakersfield
2: because you know Buck, o- Buck Owens yeah. was the king of the Bakersfield sound,
3: right? We got our dog in Bakersfield, but she's a sweetheart. She, I can tell you know. So you know, we're about to be inundated the, in in the, with family, and so yeah. And so my mom is staying at the house, and my brother—not the whole step brother, my brother—that's right up to me. He's two years younger than me, so. And now that we have the puppy, Jan's going to sleep in the living room with the puppy. My brother is going to sleep in my office. And my mom and I are going to share, you know, because we have, you know, we have a three bedroom, but we have a roommate now. And so, um, now my mom and I have to share a bed. And then my brother will be in my office and Jan will be on the couch. And that is my night.
2: And where is and, and where is Kaylee going to be?
3: Kaylee's going to be in the living room with Jan. Okay. Well, and that her, that and might, her That'll probably
2: work. That'll probably work.
3: Right. Because she won't, she won't feel a, all you know, alone or anything,
2: a, so she won't whine or cry. All
3: right. No, we're not going to. No. So, you know, Jan will be in the living room with, with Miss Kaylee. Oh, she's just. Uh, and, and you, you, you know, try, you know we to,
2: i I got I to gotta point this out, though, Tracy. You can't get a third dog, Okay. Because you've already okay. got you not 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 because no, no, you, you've already got two dogs whose names begin with K. <gasps> okay, point taken. I mean, point taken. Did you not notice?
3: <laughs> What's even worse, we almost named her Kylie. I'm like, oh fuck, no. fucking fucking kylie jenner oh my god i'm not giving up it's no okay we got
2: okay okay, now we're now we're here we got to go back to kanye for a minute
3: okay yeah yeah yeah
2: because there is so much more you know there's so much more than just a clip of him saying you know uh, you know uh, uh, hitler invented my microphone which still has me just bouncing my head off the desk yeah hitler invented the microphone Okay.
3: okay. Uh, you know that? Sir?
2: And 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 so. No, there was more. At one point, uh, the definite article pulled out an, a, a, a butterfly net and a bottle of YooHoo. What? Yeah, you're going through some noise or something there.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm outside. I'm oh,
2: gonna. Okay. Um, okay.
3: That's an outside.
2: What, no, He pulled out a butterfly net and a bottle of YooHoo, and started comparing. No, and started comparing the butterfly net and the YooHoo to BB Net and Yahoo. The what? Yeah, YooHoo, Net and Yahoo. See, see what he's doing there. And then the article reads, Affecting a high-pitched voice as sort of imitation of Netanyahu. Bibi Netanyahu does not have a high-pitched voice. No. I mean, he's kind of baritone But um, he brandished the net and said, We have to control the history books, we have to control the banks, and we have to go and kill people. And 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 when and when Alex Jones, lo, Alex Jones looks at you and 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 says, uh, "Well, I, I disagree." After the definite article says, "I love Jewish people, but I also love Nazis," and Alex Jones is going, "No!" And he goes on and adds. Hitler had a really cool outfit and stuff. And then went on to say uh, that he didn't kill six million Jews in the Holocaust.
3: Leave me alone.
2: I can't even... What are you people going to do about him?
3: You just, you can't watch me. I did. Oh, shit. That was the Cardinal saying you just people. Me. I did.
2: Oh. I, hell, if you didn't know better, you'd think I was one of Queen Elizabeth's lady, ladies-in-waiting, wouldn't you? <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. <laughs>
3: Sorry, not sorry. Exactly. Oh, there's no. I mean, and when I. That, see, I know you talked about that. I know you talked about that story yesterday, didn't you? Uh, you, know, I, actually, did
2: you? actually, I didn't because it was just too, it's too cringe.
3: It's, well, you have. Well, you have to tell people what the 80, 80, 80 year eighty-year-old,
2: eighty-year-old English ladies. Literally, ladies. That's part of her name, Lady Hussy. Um, walks up, and she is a hussy. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's a hussy. Uh, that word. That was one of those. That was one of those moments when I was little, and uh, kind of. I heard it used in conversation. Mother, what's a hussy? I'll tell you when you grow up. Uh, you can guard against him. No, mother, I'm going to be one. Uh, I'm going to hell. I'm sorry. No, that
3: would be a tart. That would be a tart sweetheart.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, wait a minute! You, you, what? I guess that was payback, wasn't it? But, yes. But the 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 you know the the idea that this eighty this octogenarian English lady. Lady with a capital L uh, walks up to this woman of color and moves her hair to see her name.
3: She touched the hair, she touched the black woman. And I don't care if this black woman is English, you do not touch a black woman's hair. I don't care what continent you're on or what country you are in. No! Yeah, don't do that. not that. that
2: she no. was in England. And then, uh, where are you from? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm from, I'm from Stratford-on-Avon, actually. Uh, no, I, no, I mean, what country are your people from? Well, England. Oh, I see I'm going to have a challenge with getting to... Fi- with you trying to find out where you're actually from... Oh, I see, you're from the West Indies. No, ma'am, I'm from England. <sighs> Jesus. And, you know, at least, at, at, at least uh, Prince Billy said, no, this is terribly, terribly, terribly unacceptable, and the right, right conclusion has been reached, and now she's been sacked. Uh, got a note from Lady B, though. Um, <coughs> And this is always You know that's uh,
3: Oh you got you got something from
2: lady B? Uh-huh. About the definite okay, article. I missed it. Kanye and people who look up to him. My first question is, who are these people? I'm old and the only song I like by him is Gold Digger. Girl you and me both. But I only like that because it samples the Ray Charles song. But he's not on my spot Yeah,
3: okay.
2: But he's not on my Spotify playlist, so he gets no pennies on the dollar from me. But when I hear about the threat he poses to our country, I again ask, who the hell do Americans think his followers are? Certainly not among my nieces and nephews. In fact, I'd wager his people think he's nuttier than a fruitcake. He hasn't been relevant since he married Kim Kardashian and started thinking he was Jesus. So who's, who is Kanye influencing? Who's listening to his dribble? Who goes out and thinks, I should hate Jews because Kanye does? Well, there's two possible groups. Blacks who hate Jews and racist whites. Guess whom there are more of? Last night, Stephanie Ruhle had a guest on who said white nationalist groups are the biggest threat this co- uh, country has ever faced. They followed that with the fact that since these are white nationalist groups, that makes them harder to track down. They are incognito, or in Caucasian, as I like to call them. And it's not like they're random minorities, the racist white folks, could accuse of whistling at their wives and then torture, beat, shoot, tie a gin mill around their necks and drown in a river. We have to be careful. We don't want to accuse a white man caught stealing a, a house speaker's podium and shitting on the floor of a crime, especially without due process. The biggest problem is white nationalism. Kanye is a delusional bipolar asshole who's famous enough for us to know better than to take anything he says seriously nobody takes the words of celebrities seriously they should just shut up and sing if you will, or in the case of LeBron James, shut up and dribble put a camera in front of a Kardashian, she'll have an accidental nip slip ask a severely bipolar rapper who just divorced his wife and is still grieving the loss of his beloved mother to say something outrageous and he'll say it, cameras and microphones are all he knows and he shouldn't have access to either but here we are We're giving him oxygen when we should just ignore him. I'm sick of it. White nationalists and the brothers still doing the robot on the dance floor are the only... Oh, my God. Wait a minute. White nationalists and the brothers still doing the robot on the dance floor are the only folks who are following Kanye. One of those we can laugh at. The others we need to take real fucking seriously. They are closer to power. They are insidious and masters of disguise. Pay attention to them they hold the rings of power not Kanye and by giving Kanye air we're doing exactly what they want us to do as far as black folks go I assume he has some fans to be clear there are black people who hate Jews there's an entire religion American blacks follow around it I was just trying to make a point and I can't even yep. remember what it was uh, it, No, she's, she's not wrong as, as ever um, no. it's a cottage industry. But the but but, but the, you know. But, but the thing is, it, this is a this is a way of this is a still a way of calling it. Again, he showed up on it. How bizarre is it he shows up on Alex Jones in the company of Nick Fuentes? You know, the Mexican white supremacist. We call
3: them
2: white Whiteinos? Okay. What? Um mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: and nobody's writing anything about anything Nick Fuentes said.
3: That's what I'm saying.
2: It's all what Kanye did. That- now, meanwhile, just as a sort of and and by the way, so we got 33 bucks to go on Bruce and Karen's memorial challenge. Thank you Tracy for cutting that in half. Um thank you so much. Hopefully the other will be met too. Thanks to everybody who's joined in. Um, as a sort of counterpoint to this, out at the University of New Mexico, uh, the Lobos, uh, that's their... The, the
3: what? You the, Lobos.
2: the Lobos? The Lobos. Their nickname is the Lobos. That oh, I mean, the Lobos. Okay, the Lobos. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that stands for Lose Our Butts on Saturday. Uh,
3: that's not nice, Rob.
2: Well, it's better than you, that's better than the that's better than the uh, ne, than the, the, the uh, acronym for the University of Texas Al Paso. You take them points. You take him points. Uh, so the 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 University of New Mexico, the Student Union Building, uh, last night. Well, Charlie Kirk. Was invited. that name s- sound familiar. Oh, because he's a little white supremacist, right wing piece of shit. He's the oh, founder and president. So many. I just- he's the founder and president of TPUSA. I call it toilet toilet paper USA, but it's Turning Point USA. Uh, he's a he's a right wing bag of shit. He's a blivet, you know, f- ten pounds of shit in a five pound onion bag. Uh, this Ooh. is uh, this is the same Charlie Kirk who tweeted that uh, back before january 6 2021 and the terrorist attack on the capital of the united states uh he's deleted it since but he tweeted that he was honored to send busloads of patriots to dc to fight for the president so, there- so why isn't he in
3: jail or why isn't he being indicted Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So there were a lot of people who did not want
2: him to speak at the University of New Mexico because sometimes people object to having Nazis speak at publicly funded colleges and universities. And so around 5 o'clock, people started showing up and blaring music and banging pots and pans and drumming on plastic buckets and chanting. And the University of New Mexico police and hired security just kind of stood around. And by the time Charlie Kirk was supposed to speak, there were only about 100 people, protesters, left. And uh, once there were a sufficiently small number of protesters, the New Mexico State Police rolled up on the protesters, wearing riot gear, formed a skirmish line, and started moving on the demonstrators. Community activist Lisa Lisa Christofferson said, I really thought that if we were just standing there that maybe they'd stop. I didn't have any weapons. None of us did. None of us were hitting, punching or anything really. Just standing there. A law student at University of New Mexico said, As soon as I raised my hand and pointed at her, I got hit in the gut from behind and then tackled. They kicked him while he was on the ground and then threw me in some cuffs the riot police detained uh, Lisa Christofferson, uh, Guter... Uh, uh, and dental hygiene advisor Georgia Moss charged them all with disorderly conduct for standing around. Uh, Christofferson says she thinks the cops broke her ribs and she has concussion syndromes. Um... Uh, but the docs couldn't see her because the er was so full
3: so there was all these and people so there and so three people were then,
2: three people were arrested
3: for just standing around
2: come on okay come on
3: i mean i'm three just wondering people, so three this?
2: people of color
3: right Because I'm wondering, where was all this, you know, this ready, this this military efficiency and readiness when motherfuckers were storming the Capitol? Okay. I'm sorry. Not sorry.
2: And uh, at another event that also featured uh, White Power Barbie.
3: Because white people. I'm sorry. Okay. uh,
2: (laughs) At another event that had Charlie Kirk in it, but also featured uh, White Power Barbie. Remember White Power Barbie? Tommy Lauren,
3: Tom, that bitch. Yeah, we uh, haven't heard from her in a minute. Yeah, uh, the,
2: the, the at that event, uh, no one of color was allowed entry.
3: <laughs> see, now the see, this is what I'm talking about because see, people like Kanye, and, 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 and Clarence and, 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 and Candace, and and and, Coyon, and 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 Larry and and, and Jesse and 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 e. EW Jackson <laughs> the good but they are all up under these motherfuckers process. Oh okay what?
2: You're not wrong. Mm mm
3: oh, I know I'm not Oh, speaking of Nazi Barbie, Barbie, did you get that clip that I sent you? Roland Martin taking down, our our wonderful nutmeg. We haven't heard from her. Speaking of, you know, mediocre white women, it's been a while. And why would she come? I read a lot because she was, you know, real quick because I know it's almost time to go. But she was going for you know going after better. This was the night. This was she posted this to tweet the night before election night. Or and so I don't know why you know people like better O'Rourke right, and think Abrams keep running for office. They're gonna keep it with the van, And blah 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 blah. And so Roland broke it down. He even he, he, he's like, we you know yes they wanted to win, but it's all about who came up from under there because when they when they're at the top of the ticket. All these people, these down vote, you know, down ballot people won. Like in, especially in Georgia, you know, all these black women DAs? Come on! And what, you know, and then people, like the black women judges that were elected in, in Texas? Come on! And you know, but then, did somebody forget to tell her that her father went, ran, ran for president not once or two, but three times? Before he and he never won. How many times did Nixon run for president before he won? Oh, and then there's and then there's you know Mittens. Did he run twice? Did he win?
2: That's a no. no.
3: And that's a no. But you're gonna come after the black people and and, Beth, and and you're gonna come after the sister and Beto. No, I mean I want them to. I would love for them to win. But, I, you know, I, I don't know if that shit has sailed or whatever. But then there's one person, this perfect analogy. Like, so you're saying, like, when somebody's a boxer and they get beat a couple of times, does that mean they should quit boxing? You know?
2: Well, if there were a lot of blows but to the just, head involved, but no, I, I, I get your point.
3: But, well, like Herschel Walker, who should have, you know, a lot of blows to the head because football. Have you seen the video? There's a, a <laughs> Kevin Noah played it on. This is, again, right before the, the election. And Rob, <laughs> y'all won up. It's hilarious. He comes out, he's like, you know, if we don't get this tape, if we don't, if somebody doesn't get more than 50% of the votes, this election is coming. And, oh, and, and by the way, he open, He comes to our people's house with the candy yam with the marshmallow, covered in marshmallows. And it's like, if you don't get this election figured out before this is going to go all the way through Thanksgiving, do you really want us to still be talking about a the election through Thanksgiving? I think not. Awesome commercial. Awesome commercial. Awesome. Awesome. That right. <laughs> ah. <laughs> just made my day.
2: Was that Kimba or Kaylee?
3: Actually, an unknown dog. I'm, I'm getting my dinner. And I guess you don't like black because the dog don't say nothing until I get out of the car and she's all about it.
2: <laughs> well, we are out we we are we are out of here. It's been lovely. Thanks for the help. I appreciate it a bunch. And hopefully we'll finish off the challenge here with the overnight crew.
3: Well, I hope so. I hope so. And Robin, you say Ken. I hope the overnight crew comes through. And you have a great rest of the night, baby.
2: I will sure try. And and, and you do the same. And, uh, breathe, Tracy. Breathe.
3: Breathe, breathe, <laughs> Tracy. Got you. But, I, I get you it. it. Oh, alright be good. <laughs> I'll, I'll look the point of that. I love you. <laughs> I right. love you. Bye. Bye. And
2: so we come to the end of this thorn in the side Thursday. Uh, we are still trying to crawl out of a deep and precarious hole. Um, if we can raise another 33 bucks, we will meet the challenge, which will knock us down to, well, we'll only be at like 700 bucks for Friday on the front porch. I hope we can. Thank you to all of our Patreon and PayPal subscribers. Thank you. Thank you for making this little broadcast effort possible. Thank you to our all, uh, a la carte contributors. Uh, I can never thank you enough. Thanks to all, uh, and thanks to Chris and to, uh, to Ralphs and our anonymous friend for the challenge for Bruce and Karen's Memorial Challenge. Thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you who shares your precious finite time engaging in the program in whatever manner you so choose. Thanks to our all-volunteer staff. Thanks to Sparky and Roger in the chat room earlier. Thank you. Thank you to our news ninjas. Thank you, Brother Deacon Asa. Head on .live. Remember, brand new fresh Malloy on the way, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Best place to listen to the first run of Malloy is head on.live. No commercials. Uh, thank you, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, white rose org. Thanks to the hardest working, bravest people I know, the folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, crmw.net, 20 plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia at a proud union shop. Please stay safe. Get your booster. Get your flu shot. Wipe down your surfaces. Stop the, uh, help. Help control the spread of RSV. Wear your mask when you're among big crowds or big box stores or among the general maggot unwashed and unvaxxed wash your hands, don't touch your face use your hand sanitizer maintain your social distance 15 to 20 feet like Paul from Parts Unknown says And if some dude with a tube sock over his head comes along talking about Hitler had a cool uniform uh, avoid that dude like the plague because he the definite article is and always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Lighter.